0: have a sandwich and i kind of want one so well, any sandwich is better than no sandwich i had several different kinds of mustard because on the like, same
1: sandwich yeah it seems like it you tell them
0: apart well i i asked uh carrie to pick it up for me and they'd make these prefabricated sandwiches at the grocery store and they're surrounded by these bins of free mustards <laughs> <laughs> it Re- so, so it was a
1: voluntary mustard situation well
0: i asked her just grab me a bunch of the mustards and <laughs> it was a bunch of different kinds which i don't know if i specified which kind so not her fault Not trying to blame carrie that's but that's completely your fault
1: I well put, i mean you, you if you if someone said to me get some mustards and you know specified multiple mustards i also would i mean you specifically asked for this
0: yeah There was a a Dijon, a honey mustard, a yellow mustard, and a horseradish. Aren't
1: they all yellow? I'm not sure if this is wise.
0: Yellow is like the the French's mustard, like the super hot dog yellow. The flavor yellow, yellow, yes. Yeah, yellow-flavored mustard. All right, guys, well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Mike and Nick, for joining. No problem. Alpha's back in pod form, episode three. This is Byron Hussey.
1: What happened to episode two? Have I watched the wrong episodes?
0: Episode two was the camping episode.
1: Oh, okay. Then I have no idea what's going on. Which but is... hopefully I watched the right episode. So
0: well, this is well the... I
1: mean, I'm just confused because you sent me one that was labeled four.
0: Right. That's the second uh, episode. When I went
1: to find it, it was actually two.
0: No, but so the one I sent you is the second episode, but it's yeah. labeled the fourth. We have already yeah. watched the first and the eleventh, but the eleventh ah, was okay. labeled that, the second. that, that so, makes perfect sense. Yeah, so this is the third episode of the podcast overall, but the mm-hmm. second episode of Alf. Mhm. But I think it's the one they shot maybe fourth. Well, that makes so, sense. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm joined. This is Byron Hussey. I'm joined by Mike Bien-Swabek. Mm-hmm. Getting stronger every time, right?
2: Yeah. Not can really. Can only like get better.
0: This. And Nick Carey. Hello. All the way from Australia.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> dialing in from Australia right now. How are the Australia, uh, aka Andrew's living
0: room. Did the dingo eat your baby? <laughs>
1: it was a national tragedy, uh, and I'd like to refer to it.
0: It's funny because it's, it's about. Uh, it's dingos. a great start, Byron. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> all right. So we're, we're, we're here to have a, a, an intimate conversation about ALF.
1: Can you have any other kind of conversation about ALF?
0: And I have a a sound clip to play.
1: It's an alien. No kidding, where? It's living in America. I like what they've done with the place. It loves cats. Can't get enough of them. It's ALF, and now it's everywhere.
2: He's debonair, and yet fuzzy. My parents just don't
0: understand our relationship. I mean, this whole cat thing's been blown all out of proportion. Alf.
1: Alf, alien life form, new from Coleco.
0: Coleco. Coleco. Cole- Coleco. Wait. Yep. There was an Alf Coleco? The calico Coleco-Alf toy. It talked, right? I don't know. Okay, that seems weirdly familiar, as if I may have seen one. At some point in my life, or maybe do you, even think, do you
1: think you owned one and then repressed the memory?
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe. It's... Actually, remember we were talking about that Alf, that stuffed Alf. I just texted yeah. my sister while watching the show, and she says she still has it. <laughs> that's right, and you were gonna get it from her, and yeah, uh, I don't know what you were gonna do with it, but uh, I don't know. know. We'll show everybody on the on the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, because that's you know, we'll show it. We'll put the microphone up to it. Carrie had an Alf doll too, which I'm told was in in the attic of her parents' house. Probably. That's a good place for Alf. Underneath a layer of bad shit. Mm. Guano. That's not a good place for Alf. Nick, did um did you have Alf in Australia?
1: We we were aware of Alf. Australian life whole... form. No, no, it was just the normal variety. I, I don't remember any associated goods, but my parents were very against American television in every form, so I might not have actually <laughs> well, been aware of it.
0: Was it toxic?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think they thought it rotted you from the inside out. Well, they—they're not
0: wrong. It's—it's. It's, I'm. I feel like this is some pretty hard. I see. I prejudice. seem to recall Alf
1: was like on on this sort of illicit list that we could sort of watch if no one else was home.
0: Right right in there with like Ren and Stampy.
1: and I'm way older than that we didn't have those um but that said I, I think it was also one of these things in the list where we didn't actually give a shit if you know like, like oh well let's turn it on itself okay turn it off
0: again like it was the for- forbidden fruit but it 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 yeah, tasted it like crap fruit, so. kind of a shit shit fruit yeah kind of like you can't have it but you don't really want it anyway yeah. so it's not a big deal basically okay well that's wrong and your country's wrong. Fair enough. And Canada's not that great either. Just kidding. Are you so Australia? And are you Canada really are really great. Hey, the Commonwealth outnumbers you two to one on this show. So yeah, that's true. You're actually better. Uh, okay. Step in line. That's true, but I live in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. That doesn't make any sense. Well, nobody's heard of that before. Read a book. <laughs> Maybe I will. And um, so this, uh, so the Coleco ALF doll um I, I wasn't this commercial was kind of fucked up to me it sounded like alf had like a special relationship with these kids like the yeah. secret yeah special that was relationship. like
1: that was the little brian boy speaking like that sounded almost like a kind of infatuation
0: it wasn't brian it was actually just some random really? kids from the. Commercial. oh that's even worse yeah it was like a little girl All Right.
1: Do you think Alf was seducing these people? Was this like a sorry I'm gonna to have to make a very British reference? Was this one of these situations where Alf is sort of using his power to like lure small children into his grasp?
0: Like that guy that did that in yes. Great Britain.
1: <laughs> that guy.
0: Wasn't he also a necrophiliac?
1: One of I, them were. I don't know. And, and
0: <laughs> one of one of the that guys were, yeah. Now I'm curious. Yeah, no, he and was like right. he was like a, a monster. Like he was he was like doing this for like 50 years and had just done all kinds of horrible things and, and they only even figured it out after he was dead
1: yeah that's the guy yeah. I'm not sure if necrophilia was involved google it um, I will do.
0: google it, google it. Google. I like
1: that we're referring to this person without actually mentioning his name
0: I don't know his name <laughs> thank you for reminding me I was going to google something to add to my notes before we started We continue I'll, we're gonna I'll google, enlighten uh, you shortly as to uh, as we discuss the episode further alpha necrophilia pics uh you, no no <laughs> Not on the air.
1: (laughs) Jimmy Savile, if anyone was still curious about who we were talking about. Is it Savile
0: or is it Seville?
1: Yeah, you know, I've had Savile, but I was living in a very strange area, so maybe it's Seville.
0: Because I feel like that's, isn't Seville Seville like a part of Spain?
1: Yeah, but that's with two L's. Mm.
0: Is that what that song's about, the barber?
1: No, well, I don't think this guy's ever seen a barber, so, you know. Maybe world would be different if, if he had.
0: So the second episode so, of Alf.
1: Yeah, let's get back to Alf because I'm just like reading through Jimmy Savile's yeah, <laughs> media I mean, which is really distasteful. Really, I mean, bit. he's re- yeah, really—it's just a, r- horrific stuff. A, a,
0: to- a total monster, and had, yeah. there was no justice for him. You know, there's no justice for the victims. It's really proof that we live in a in a an in in indifferent, godless,
2: yeah, a, and dark now chasm
0: I. of space. Um, uh, in one of those corners of space is the planet Melmac, where ALF came from. So, um, tonight's safe word is banana. Okay. So, this is the second episode of of ALF. It's called Strangers in the Night. Originally aired 29, 29 September 1986. Hey, just a question. What if I actually want to talk about something that utilizes the safe word? Is there like a... A safe word, negating word. So you just
1: enclose it in square brackets.
0: Yeah, you can. Okay, I'll we'll hold just... up my fingers when I say it, and you'll know. Okay. Are we on video? I didn't even know. No, uh, no, but we'll
1: <laughs> sense it. We'll sense yeah. Mike's actions.
0: You can hear. You can hear my fingers. You'll know. I know you were just out getting groceries. Did you happen to buy some bananas? Uh, no, actually. So it's like very unlikely that it's going to come up. Yeah. See, you held up your fingers when you said that. So I knew we were actually talking about I didn't. the real thing. I didn't. I was gripping oh. a, a can of, so. of cola. All right. I'm sorry. Continue. I just needed to clarify the, the usage of this. We can words. switch the safe word if you want. No, no, it's fine. We don't need to talk about that. Francis. <laughs> That's the new safe word. Okay. It's a proper noun.
1: Yeah, so don't bring up House of Cards and we shall all be all right.
0: Or the Mm. Pope. Those Mm. two big subjects right off the table. (laughs) Well, there goes half of my
1: notes. (laughs)
0: Um, So these ALF episodes are all named for songs. And this one was named for a uh, Frank Sinatra song called Strangers in the Night.
1: It's a good one, too. Well, in a cheesy 40s way.
0: Apparently, uh, Frank Sinatra despised it. Really? He called it, uh, at one time, a piece of shit. And the worst fucking song that I've ever heard. Was he drunk? I thought he was talking about Alf. Yeah, no, he uh, he was, I mean, Alf was a piece of shit, you're correct. (laughs) But, and yes, uh, I think he probably was drunk, Nick, but I... I don't know if that was like... It just seemed like
1: a really strong reaction to have over a song that you presumably chose to not only sing, but apparently write.
0: He didn't write it. It ah,
1: was okay. written well, by everything.
0: somebody else. who I didn't put that in the notes because I didn't think we'd get this deep into bogged it.
1: Bogged out. Sidetracked, in fact. Yeah.
0: yeah, what a huge tangent. But presumably he made many millions of dollars off of it. So yeah, t- calling it a piece of shit was probably kind of a, a dick move. Or but I mean, he—the the guy had mafia ties. Come on, I mean, allegedly. <laughs> this satire, please, do, please do not whack me, Sinatra family. <laughs> They're gonna be all over this. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the direct pipeline into the. You better, you better flee Sinatra. to the protection of the Commonwealth now. The, the Sinatra extended family just can't get enough of these, these, these ironic podcasts. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> I'm looking up "Strangers in the Night" now and, and reading the original German lyrics, which obviously are, are much more lyric and attractive.
0: Right, because the German it's a very poetic. Yeah, the thing.
1: German is notorious melodic language.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm looking through the episode list. I do like Paul McCartney names. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I guess he was pretty popular at the time. The Beatles. I just remember like the Beatles' obsession in the '80s. Uh, it really put me off of the Beatles. For the remainder of, of my life, including right up until now, this whole like hysteria around the Beatles. It's never gonna end. It's like really like middle aged hysteria, like, oh man, they were so great.
1: <laughs> I, I think it was the first wave of sort of midlife crisis from the, the people who, you know, were teenagers at the time of the Beatles. Yeah. Suddenly confronting their mortality.
0: Yeah, it was really depressing grow up around that because like i don't i don't think i just i feel like there isn't going to be an equivalent i feel like the baby boomers are like sort of unique in this in this this the self-obsessed uh reverence they have for their own stupid generation (laughs) (laughs) like like, if you heard anything like this out of out of gen x yet no no because we haven't had that yeah everyone's
1: too busy trying to find jobs i mean like
0: yeah but we're not gen x we're I think in between millennials.
1: I I think I'm just in between Gen X and millennials. I'm I'm not sure. You'd be
0: surprised how how, I I mean I know you're I know you're very old.
1: Yeah, I'm ancient. It's it's notorious.
0: But I think millennials start as as far back as 19 maybe 78.
1: Just Hmm. scoops me up.
0: Yeah. So uh, a few um, other sort of passing thoughts about this episode um it was narrated mm. by alf for no reason it's
1: Inex- inexplicably
0: and then the narration stopped i don't think he ever really wrapped anything up i wonder if they had focus groups for these episodes at the time and the people didn't have an easy time following it <laughs> i mean it's pretty straightforward
2: mm. it's a new
0: concept an alien living amongst the normals took people a while to wrap their heads around it. Would it help if I give a quick like synopsis of the episode? Do you get, would it help jog you guys' memory? I, I
1: think that would probably just help our listeners yeah. get on the same page.
0: So, Ch- Strangers in the Night starts with Kate and Lynn getting ready for a bridal shower.
1: Can, can we make particular mention of... Is the daughter Lynn or the
0: Kate? Uh, daughter's Lynn.
1: Of Lynn's particularly hideous 80s prom dress style.
0: Yeah, it looked like, a, it looked like a bathrobe.
1: Yeah, it was really bad.
0: I thought she looked like a lovely young woman. I think um, it's an awkward age. I, th- I think age. your
1: sensibilities are that of a Baptist preacher in 1963.
0: <laughs> I think it's an awkward age. They don't make a lot of clothes that fit sort of teen body types that are sort of in transition, you know?
1: I, th- I think you've put some thought into this, and it worries me.
0: Yeah. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> I mean, you guys brought it up. Perverts. Good cover. Good cover. <laughs> Gross. Plus, I mean, like, so she's a teen in the show, but like when I, when it aired, I was much younger than her. So you're
1: about to defend your your massive crush, you had on Lena. I, you
0: know, honestly, I didn't. I I was. I actually, it's weird because like if you if you kind of go back in time and remember your perception of things before you, um, like I can almost remember what it was like to not have gone through puberty yet you know like and not (laughs) like not be attracted to this woman (laughs) because like those feelings didn't exist yet in in me yet but you remember the absence of feelings like you remember the time before you were born exactly (laughs) yeah it's sort of like that but i actually can't remember like not having like feelings for this teen teen babe that's all (laughs) Uh, so, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Kate and Lynn are getting ready for a bridal shower. And um, they're all dressed up, dressed up to the nines. And Willie's going to be spending the evening at home alone with Alf and Brian, who he's going to put to bed. And Alf is really looking forward to watching Psycho on, on TV. Now, that was the original Psycho, because the new one had not been... Had yeah, not- I think it, the new one was
1: about 25 years from coming out. The
0: Vince Vaughn one? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the second one, the second one, the Vince Vaughn.
1: Re- I think we should take remake. it as read that it was the original Hitchcock classic. Yeah. Can can I interject here and say that I think that that Alf simultaneously really dropped the ball and yet also entirely lived up to its usual goal of complete banality. In like not, I mean, the way they set it up, you start to think that maybe they're going to have some kind of parallel structure going on mm-hmm. with the show, with um, you new know, psychos happening, and maybe sort of there's going to be some kind of narrative effect where Psycho is also happening in the ALF household, but they totally didn't do that yeah. at all.
0: Yeah, it didn't have much to do with... It, it other... could have
1: been any scary movie on the TV and it would have had basically... I think there was almost a callback. Like, I, I don't want to you know, get into spoilers if, if you're no, going it's... to do no, the, please, the rest please. of the recap, but there is something towards the end of the, the episode which could be viewed as a callback to Psycho, but I actually think it was entirely an accident
0: what what was that
1: the elf cross dressing
0: right yeah i think that was an accident
1: i think yeah. that was just actually completely inevitable out of the writers they, like, any I, parallels were entirely
0: that would be giving the audience too much credit yeah. exactly i think that was just a sight gag like
1: yeah yeah i think it was like i didn't it had no resonance and it was all like the you know they they didn't make anything of it it was just like wouldn't it be funny if Elf was in a dress yeah so, yeah So I'm kind of impressed with with how little it mattered that Psycho was on the TV.
0: Yeah, I wrote down in my stray observations, uh, there's no real payoff to the frequent Psycho references. We never even hear the iconic music or get any kind of homage to the shower scene or the mother reveal.
1: They Um, probably didn't have the the rights to the music.
0: Yeah, that that might be it. The audio, just generic horror movie. I feel like there were... music. Weren't there a lot of, like, Psycho parodies? going on like in 80s sitcoms though like I feel like I've seen hundreds of I I think it's been fertile ground for the last 40 years I feel like they just didn't think of it
1: yeah which which is impressive in itself
0: well they gotta pump these things out there's no time to stop and you know (laughs) self critique yeah so do you think that maybe one of us should rewrite the episode but then make it a better kind of motif tying it into psycho and then uh, maybe... i'll volunteer you to do that all right nick <laughs> i, I can... think it's simultaneously
1: very tempting and mm-hmm. also a complete waste of time
0: okay <laughs> so let's not do it but it, maybe one of our <laughs> listeners maybe <laughs> could do that and we can read the entire episode that would be right yeah we could do like an, an act like a like a radio show oh, yeah like radio yeah play, so an old timey radio yeah. read yeah yeah
1: Okay. Get, ask Ria if she wants to play Kate, <laughs> who has all three lines in this episode. I think.
0: Yeah, they really they wrote, Kate except the right rewritten out. version, will be all about her.
1: Yeah, she'll be central. <laughs> she could be like the the main character.
0: Well, she is like a an overbearing mother. I'm talking about yeah. uh, Kate, not Ria. Yeah, obviously. So let's not get. Come on.
1: Let's not get offensive here.
0: Come on, no. Let's not get carried away. She did, um, however, uh, she wrote down on my notepad here as she was listening in quietly next to me. Uh, there have been other alien amongst the norms TV shows. She wrote Mork and Mindy on there, so yeah. The focus group comment is uh, doesn't hold any ground. That's true. <laughs> people have <laughs> and, people have already been introduced to this, but,
1: but I mean, Robin Williams is at least allegedly human.
0: Well, not just, you know,
1: like, like, he looks vaguely human yeah. in a way oh. that Alf definitely doesn't.
0: Not anymore. Oh, thank so, well, thank uh, you. Now, like now some... he looks
1: like a decomposing human. Thank you for being tasteless.
0: He, I didn't Ooh, say. Alf? I feel like you read too much into that. And Rhea is uh, welcome to, to join in if she wants. Oh, uh, I think she's working right now. Just but eavesdropping <laughs> That's with fine. the bird on her shoulder. If the bird wants to chime in. Uh, she yeah. might. I don't think you have any control She's pretty quiet over it. right now. Whether, uh, whether she does or not. She's eyeballing my microphone. So, w- I think we were recapping. Willie's going to watch Brian, but then he gets called away to um, some kind of emergency at his really soul-crushingly depressing job. Yeah, did we find out what he did before this? Because no. I always wondered what his job was. No, it never specifies. It's just like office job. So, well, no, he sounds like he's an IT guy.
1: He does, because, like, it was a computer issue. Yeah. Back when that meant, you know, like, magnetic tape spooling all over the floor, I guess.
0: I feel like they've suggested that he's some kind of scientist or... I think he's
1: whatever's convenient to the plot.
0: Maybe, like, an engineer.
1: He doesn't... I mean, like, they show him later at the job. It definitely seems way more
0: computer-oriented. I think they left it intentionally vague so that they can kind of shoehorn him into appropriate uh, jobs later on. It's sort of like he's the, like the every dad, you know. Dad yeah, I, I think
1: I think that one thing is very clear is that the writers feel that giving anyone too much backstory will somehow like constrain them too much.
0: That they're yeah. going to pigeonhole themselves later.
1: Yeah, We're better to leave them sort of free-floating, nebulous void. Yeah. <laughs> characters.
0: And the thing is, it's like his job looked particularly like devastatingly awful, but I think that's what like all offices kind of looked like in the eighties. I remember, I remember going to my, my dad's offices and they looked pretty much like that. His tie was rectangular. I didn't even know they made (laughs) rectangular ties. I missed that. That little chestnut.
1: (laughs) uh, You see, again, like I think in a cleverer show that would like, you know, reflect somehow in his personality, like in the way the it crowd, like Moss Afro has a part. But I think this show is not that clever. I think it was just like a weird wardrobe decision they pulled out one day.
2: Yeah,
0: just like that, that's what they had on hand. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Willie gets called away to work. He's like going to get canned if he doesn't go. So uh, Alf offers to babysit Brian, but Kate doesn't want to leave Brian home alone with an alien watching Psycho. So is she thinking that Alf is going to murder Brian, or just neglect him to death, or maybe? Well, Brian dead. did hint at Alf killing him earlier in the show. I missed that. When he's like, "I kill me," and then he Brian's like, "No, you kill me."
1: <laughs> oh, you, you think that wasn't just like a, a terrible joke? It was like a, a sort of subtext.
0: Yeah. I like fu- ma- I manifesting
1: they, Kate's fears.
0: They planted that, and then they threw this whole psycho angle, and then didn't run with it at all. That's where the disappointment came. See, from my point of view, I thought that was like probably ad libbed. You know, it was just so natural that it could... <laughs> like <laughs> almost everything else in the yeah. show. So it was like it was good, but there's no way it could tie into anything else because it was it wasn't really in the original script. You know? I'll be honest; there were some good jokes. I like I legitimately laughed at some stuff in this episode. I, I've found a few jokes funny. <laughs> yeah. I, through, through this and uh, some of the other episodes. But this one was the funniest so far. It was pretty solid. Nick, did you watch the other two episodes? No. To prepare I've, for this?
1: I'm behind on my, my alpha.
0: <sighs> Just kidding. It's I okay know that you didn't.
1: I know. It's, it's, I don't know what I'm doing with my time.
0: <laughs> Clearly. Because <laughs> so, we do. They, so they call Raquel the nosy neighbor to babysit for Brian, to sit for Brian, as they say.
1: Now, do do you think like this bit where um, Willie explicitly tells her not to go into the bedroom, was that justified? Because they kind of, it kind of makes it seem really obvious, but then she immediately starts like looking through shit. So maybe it was completely necessary and that was just Willie being like knowing her very well. I don't know. What do you guys think?
0: I think that he was foolish because she probably wouldn't have bothered. Yeah. See, that that was my it.
1: feeling. I like. I mean, it's very hard to tell with with something.
0: I think they know she's nosy. Yeah. I think that was just for the the nosy gag. Like, haha. Yeah. And then she picks up the uh, the mail after yeah. she makes that comment. I think that was all. That's all there was. Yeah. To that. We can't mm-hmm. we can't give them credit for thinking deeper than that.
1: No, but it just seemed like a, a particularly foolish move on Willie's part. I guess.
0: There's a few. There are a few tactical blunders yeah. made by Willie in this episode. I've I've got a couple more in mind. Mm. We can get to those. Good. Yeah. Want to keep a time. whiteboard of Willie's blunders <laughs> of the show because they are going to need a pretty big board. I'm sure. We're doing those like um, when they're tracking you a serial killer. Should have this above, above
1: your desk. I, I don't know where, you, where you're doing this, but I'm just imagining just going to scrape gonna... lines
0: into the drywall. Yeah. Yep. Like, like pictures of Willie on the wall, like with connected with pieces of yarn, <laughs> and, like yeah you know like like you're tra- i'm tracking a serial killer but yeah. like it's willie's
1: willie's tactical blunders
0: yeah and um, the drawing and all the lines connect into the shape of a cat <laughs> <laughs> um and or like a crack pipe <laughs> could be misinterpreted as a cat yes yeah um so raquel is happy to watch Brian because uh, Trevor, her husband, Trevor Achmanek, is watching sports. And Raquel really wants to also watch Psycho. And she starts watch, watching Psycho and gets a little skittish. And Alf has to hide in the bedroom. Naturally.
1: So Alf is shown as, at this point as being so keen to watch Psycho, he will abandon... All other considerations,
0: right? Well,
1: but shortly after, he seems to happily just sort of return to the bedroom and, and plunk himself down. Like, is, is this a weird inconsistency in him, or?
0: I think that um, first of all, he—I don't think he cares that much if Raquel finds him. Yeah, like I think he's playing a l- I'm like on board this, with that, yeah. This perverted game to sort of like.
1: Do you think it's perverted? Do you think he just doesn't think, like, the whole idea of keeping himself a secret is really stupid?
0: Well, if he, if he totally wasn't on board, then he probably wouldn't bother. But I feel like he's still trying to pay lip service to Willie's orders. But just kind of do a half-assed job to yeah, see, I, he I just just just, I it. Yeah, he does puts some Kind of
1: humoring Willie rather than actually taking him seriously at all. Yeah, because, like, like
0: he, 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 does, he, he sort of tacitly avoids Raquel, but, like, doesn't do a very good job. So far, he's shown semi decent competency in fooling others, like the the woodsmen in the previous episode. Yeah. And in this episode, not to get ahead of ourselves, but he does manage to keep his cover until he intentionally blows it. That's yeah. true.
1: Yeah. So this is what like, I I don't see Alf as like being stupid about this so much as just thinking that this is not this is kind of beneath his notice. Yeah,
0: and he's sort of sadistically and And sort of unnecessarily uh confesses to everything that went wrong to Willie on the phone for no good reason other than to probably just torture <laughs> or <before> Willie
1: <laughs> oh yeah i mean the the phone like the whole phone gags with like Willie repeatedly calling back and now repeatedly pretending not to understand i mean this is this is an alien who within two days of landing on Earth, has mastered home pizza delivery yeah. So you know we're clearly not dealing with like a suboptimal intelligence, but he can't figure out not to pick up the phone. I don't. I don't think so. I right. don't buy it.
0: Well, you did listen to our first uh, Alf podcast, right? Yeah, I did. So, so you're familiar with the theory?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm entirely behind this theory, okay, and I think like there's textual evidence
0: for it. It, it makes <laughs> no sense that he would be a, an interstellar traveler and and presumably an advanced intelligence, right?
1: And, and then yes. do do yeah, it. so I, I see most of what he's doing in this is sort of variously, like, entertaining himself by toying with people, kind of wanting to watch Psycho as well. How does know, Elf know about Psycho? Just not Psycho. taking it seriously.
0: How does he, how does he know about Psycho? Like, like, is... This is,
1: yeah, I mean, like, how long has he been on Earth at this point? Like, this is the second episode aired.
0: Does he have, like, Johnny Five reading abilities where he can just, like, flip through TV Guide and just instantly absorb it? Probably. But he seems to know, like, the place it holds in the zeitgeist probably a little bit more than he should. But I think that's just, you know.
1: I mean, he could just be a spontaneous Hitchcock fan. Like, maybe he has no idea how popular Psycho is. He's just, like, burned his way through the Hitchcock oeuvre yeah. and but, is just now, like, solidly will watch anything.
0: Maybe he picked up, like, a stray broadcast on his journey over. Yeah. Got introduced to the idea early. But the tanners the don't seem to, um, like watch movies or anything so how's he do you think like it's just on tv a lot or other well other I, I mean like, on TV?
1: presumably he's basically locked in the house right yeah it's a prison so what else are you gonna do
0: the slave watch tv it's a pretty terrible life really not it's yeah. not that bad come on well
1: <laughs> for for anyone with sort of any ambition it would yeah. be just a nightmare so, From
0: star-traveling to stuck in a middle-class white guy's house, yeah, house. I don't know.
1: I think I'd be he, messing
0: around, too. It's strange that he doesn't actually do more interesting things than he, than he does, but I, I feel like maybe he was limited by 1980s tech, technology. Like, there just wasn't that much to do back then. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the internet wasn't really around. <laughs> just really, you were limited to, like, literally, like, radio signals newspapers
2: do people read those too you could (laughs) could
0: put like an ad in a newspaper if you wanted to nobody will see it
1: (laughs) no no, i mean newspapers were big back then they're huge yeah Yeah. or or, um like magazines anyway i think we're getting off topic
0: so alf orders a pizza from the pizza barge great name for pizza place by the way yeah so I was kind of disappointed to, as the size of the pizza. I envisioned like an actual
1: a barge
0: sl- a very large rectangular I
1: thought shape. it looked pretty that's big, it. but maybe I'm coming with a different cultural sensibility. Well, here. from
0: your Australian pizzas to the yeah, to yeah. American pizzas, that's that's pretty Oh Yeah, small.
1: yeah. Ser- Andrew like ordered one the other day and um I came out while I was eating it and it seriously like was bigger than his television.
0: It's like what? a like a breaking bag type pizza that you're yeah.
1: No, I think it was bigger than that.
0: What what, yeah, this one. what size are the pizzas in Australia? Are they like the a, little, a moderate size? I think you know a large pizzas? would be
1: like 10, 11 inches across, maybe.
0: Maybe the dingo ate your pizza. <laughs>
1: that was that was an impressive Simpsons um, imitation.
0: It wasn't the Simpsons imitation. It was a it sounded like the Simpsons an like Australian. Australian man.
1: Oh yeah, it was very authentic. You don't you don't have to humor him. I, feel like he might
0: cry if I don't. Mike, can you do an Australia guy? Uh, n- y- no. Come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so Alf asks them to leave the pizza by the oak tree, and he tries to climb out the window to go get it, but he gets his hands crushed and then falls out the window. Oh hey, he we actually learned their address. Oh really? uh, When he orders the pizza, right? right, It's one six seven Hemdale. So I threw that in in the old internet here. Oh yeah. And the only two addresses that came up were in Buffalo, New York, and somewhere in the UK. Oh,
1: I found one in Los Angeles.
0: Okay, see, L.A. would make sense, because uh, yeah, Mr. Akhmanek was watching the Dodgers, and that's what I was thinking.
1: And like the first link is, is to a website called Iamnotastalker.com, the House.
0: <laughs> yeah, I found it, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I don't know what so version great. of the internet you're using, Mike.
0: <laughs> Google Maps? I don't know. That's, uh, I put it in, right into Google Maps, not, All right, I just not the it Google into, search bar. I
1: plugged it into Google itself, which...
0: But is this the real house, or is this... It doesn't look no, like the house from that the exterior. that looks 0% like the television show Alf House. Oh, I see. So there's... Oh, there's some pictures underneath there for comparison. There you go. Yeah, it looks like... Um, it looks like maybe it was torn down and rebuilt.
1: <laughs> oh, so it that's is
0: actually lot. that... Wait, really? Yeah. That's the actual property that looks they like used? And they used the real address on the show. I don't know.
1: I'm I'm reading this blog now.
0: Let's just, yes. all just silently read the blog instead of Yeah, the, that'll be fun for everybody. Discussion. <laughs> I'm not a stalker.com. So this is a plug now, by the way, um, for I'm not a so, stalker.com. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this is turned into. So basically uh, okay, so apparently
1: the, the house itself okay. existed in Brentwood, uh, which I guess is somewhere near LA in the Palisades, mm-hmm. or Pasadena or something. Um, so, so that's the house that sort of exists on the television.
0: Um, is this sort of like it's a like, but, like a murder house? So they had to just tear it down because like yeah, no they did actually tear it down. Again.
1: But I'm I'm thinking that actually Mike might be right because all these links just sort of point to it as the Alf's address without actually pointing to it as location. So, in terms of location, I don't think there is one in in Los Angeles. I think that's a false. It's a red herring.
0: Yeah. So this I, house that they used for the set has been replaced by a new one, but it does not actually share.
2: It does not share the, the address. same address. No. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So if I go to 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 Google Maps just to, I get Brooklyn. It's a pretzel place in Brooklyn, which mm. makes me. I'm kind of hungry.
0: That's appropriate because I think Alf probably loves pretzels.
1: I I kind of love pretzels.
0: Yeah.
1: Well will also go to New York with me. Um,
0: just just for pretzels.
1: Yeah, like right now, just for
0: pretzels. Uh, no joke, I could actually go to New York quite. affordably. Oh,
1: it boosts the pilot.
0: Yes. <laughs> so you, but you would probably, but like, don't you need to get to get like cleared for landing, or you'll get like uh, they'll think yeah, you're like somebody. Will do that. I don't even know. <laughs> they're gonna they're think gonna they're you're like. Captain, takes care there. of that. Doing it another nine eleven to get some pretzels. Who wouldn't? <clears throat> Those are probably good pretzels. Yeah. Maybe that was the reason behind the whole thing in the first place you don't know i you're i guess you're right i don't i don't know so alf um gets the sneaks back in the doggy door i don't know why they have a doggy door they don't have a dog probably a previous I, I owner assumed it was Clearly, well a previous so,
1: family, but maybe they yeah. had a dog and it died
0: <laughs> that's funny it's a funny funny anecdote what do little back <laughs> little funny fan fiction for there was a little Pretty unintentional elf. foreshadowing with that dog door because I was like, "Man, that would be really easy to break into." Yeah, it's exactly puppet size too. Yeah, you can fit a whole puppet and a puppeteer through it. Well, he doesn't even need to? You just gotta stick your arm through it, grab the door, you're good to go. Because he didn't even crawl through it, right? He just stuck his arm through, I think. Yeah, there's a little bit of puppet puppet magic there because he had the arm, and then they took that out, and then the puppet went through, maybe vice versa. Yeah, they did that with. Uh... When he was hiding behind the dining table, and Mrs. Akmonic was watching t v yeah, that was really good. she like looked around and he ducked behind the table, and then the then the the double ran in the full costume around the corner. yeah, I actually noted that scene as being uh, good puppet work somewhere <laughs> in my
1: Do you notes. have a list of of the good puppet moments on each episode
0: no, so they I... must have two they must have as like a specific hand powered costume and then the full body one yeah it's complete completely separate uh organism because i know i think i noticed watching the intro too when he comes up the very end of the in, uh opening he like breathes on the camera no does he are you yeah, yeah. the camera outside yeah, yeah. and then it mm-hmm. changes to him in full body and his hair looks completely different yes yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a totally different entity yeah
1: um, so I, I can't really remember the chronology that well, but is this around the, there was like an incident with the cat and the fridge?
0: Yeah, this is where at he around time. closes yeah. the cat's tail in the fridge door.
1: And and this is confusing to me on several levels because like, I mean, later on, you know, certainly by series two, it was well established that Alf desired nothing more than to eat this cat. Yes. But at this stage, it seems like that facet hadn't really been developed in the show no, no, it hadn't. Because it, it, he, he kind of, yeah, well, I know it had been mentioned, but then he just, you know, you've got this cat yeah. stuck in, in the refrigerator door, basically, mm-hmm. with, his cat, with his tail in there, and he's just like, oh, sorry. You know, th- there's no relationship to it as a food.
0: Right. Which I you think, might expect. I think the, the, the whole cat thing is really only to antagonize the, the tanners. I don't think he actually You don't think he's any. seriously interested in no. eating the cat?
1: It's like, it's just like a, he maybe a hasn't story. been
0: exposed to it long <laughs> enough to, to really develop a, like a starving hunger for it. I, I'll he's I'll just actually, like, man, I really I like, like to eat actually it. He
1: actually but has no interest in the cat. <laughs> I don't think he does. <laughs> he realizes <laughs> no. they're really annoying. It, it
0: doesn't make any sense that he would even eat cats because like there's no way cats evolved separately on two different planets. Like, come on.
1: That English speakers evolved separately. Don't <laughs> they?
0: We, can, we can explain that away with science. <laughs> he's got some kind of... Um, Implant like the ba- babel fish,
1: yeah, from, yeah,
0: from the hitchhiker's guide <laughs> to the Mike's Galaxy. Mike's really excited, yes, explanation yes. that's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. This actually. lets us off the hook for ble- not believing in Alf, the magic of Alf. <laughs> <laughs> he has the technology, so uh, they the pizza is delivered, and Raquel summons Trevor, who excitedly runs over and, and eats and steals the pizza but only after alf manages oh shit i forgot to even talk about the the guy that came to the door to deliver the pizza <laughs> <laughs> and willie willie blunder number two which is having an open account with yeah. the pizza barge. well
1: i see i assumed that that wasn't a blunder i just thought this is how they're keeping him fed
0: I thought that was a great idea actually. Yeah,
1: it is a brilliant idea. And I just I, I figured that they'd just at some point had to meet, you know, discuss this and be like, you know what, he can order pizza. I'm like, What's just wrong with it?
0: <laughs> Except for later when he finds out that Alf ordered pizza, he flips his wig. He
1: oh yeah. Flips his shit completely. A, a weird inconsistency then. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's like if he didn't want Alf hunting, with really easy to obtain free pizza. Yeah.
1: And there is no way I wouldn't take advantage of that. And, and no. I'm even like a weird little alien.
0: Yeah, and by the way, that's not a thing people do here.
1: Maybe, maybe in maybe. the eighties it was.
0: No, it the wasn't. Pizza account? No, there's no. You don't have an account with the pizza place. Have <laughs> you ever tried? Yeah. Like I'm sure you could, but like it's not a normal it's thing. Just an
1: open tab. I, you know, if, if they it's know where you live. Not
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean you I, have an account with Amazon. You could you could make an account with your pizza place and just you just put on my just put on my e-pizza account
1: you yeah, can paypal it
0: I, I mean that's it's okay that's great but that's still like a mo that's like a 21st century innovation like uber for pizza or something you know this is Yeah this but is, I
1: mean they they had the technology you know you could you'd have a credit card Yeah like basically a tab Yeah it was, on, pizza it was joint. on Yeah you could I, drop, I just, could I felt drop like, like
0: 50 bucks and you know he could fill up his his pizza tab every once in a while I, I you know the driving like, by so old,
1: but not like jarring I mean in a show with aliens it was not <laughs> breaking my disbelief that much that yeah such uh, a thing. except
0: for that i mean it's not it could of, it on Yeah, quick Reagan on the pizza tab iron. but i mean i'm just saying in addition to it not being a usual arrangement then maybe yeah. maybe also having a, a, a hungry alien in your house um who's always going to order free pizzas
1: yeah, yeah i I, you're right. I think i think you're right it's a it's a ma- massive willy blunder and yeah. will definitely go on the wall do you think right, that's that so that's two it, then? Right,
0: we're up to that, two. Yeah, I think that's the only other one. I think I was mistaken. Sorry, guys. We'll let it go. We'll let it slide. All right. So uh, they get the pizza. There's like a. I, don't know, I think he was. They were conveying him as like a like an, an Italian guy that came to the door. Really? Maybe I, he struck me as maybe more of a Greek. <laughs> Oh yeah, all that's right, right. All right. The guy Let's came see, to the door. I'm he's see like, he's
1: listed on IMDb. I'm, I'm gonna check this guy. Yeah, down. He did, he's man. like
0: Pizza Barge, one super Sicilian. That's me. Here's your pizza. So, yeah, he claimed to be Sicilian. Um, he looked a little bit stamos. Yeah, safe. you're
1: right. He did make that Sicilian joke. I wasn't sure how. Yeah, seriously
0: to take that. Either was either Greek or maybe Jewish.
1: So interesting
0: I couldn't find any um any any information on the pizza guy
1: um unless he's Mark Levine
0: well Levine that's that kind of plays into my Jewish theory so Mark Levine
1: is like it just says as Mark Levine so
0: oh as himself
1: yeah basically it's very confusing
0: I think that might maybe he like, maybe it was a subtle plug for the actual pizza barge. Is who's this a, Herb? A there's a there's a
1: guy here called Herb.
0: I think Herb is, maybe is
1: the ah, coworker, the colleague, maybe.
0: Yeah, but he didn't even have any lines.
1: No, he's uncredited, but it's Randy Simper if you're interested.
0: Okay, I was. <laughs> uh.
1: Okay, a little disappointed that the speaking part yeah. in here didn't didn't get a warrant. It's, it was posting on IMDb. But.
0: The pizza guy doesn't get doesn't get mentioned. I don't think. The,
1: you you'll be pleased to know the burglar does. The burglar he was does. doing it
0: for the exposure. Yeah, the burglar and the and the cop.
1: Both. Yeah, the cop both have pages. Yeah, the
0: uh, the cop is dead, unfortunately. Sorry, guys. What a downer. I know. Should just save that for the end of the episode. Yeah, he died of cancer in 2010. Sorry.
1: <sighs> yeah. Ouch. She's going to cast a poll over the rest of the evening, I'm going to be honest.
0: I really just bring everything down. The cop from that one We recovered from that Robin Williams of... fiasco about yeah. 20 yeah. minutes ago pretty well. <laughs> you just threw that down. Thanks. The cop uh, was also in uh, a movie called Sisters. That's My Mama and The Incredible Melting Man. He died in 2010. His name was yeah, L- Liz Lee Wilson. Liz I, saw, I thought that was Liesel. Lyle? It was like is it, maybe it's Lyle. A,
1: a German <laughs> girl's Liesl. name.
0: Liesel. L-I-S-L-E. He Lyle? Played. I don't Maybe that is how maybe you spell Lyle. Lyle. I, never, I thought that was L Y L E.
1: It's not a normal way of spelling Lyle. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. go on that limb.
0: The uh burglar was played by The Burglar seemed familiar. I've seen him in a lot, of,
1: a lot of stuff. He, was,
0: was yeah, he played um, the guy that was uh, like the TV Kramer in the Seinfeld. Um, oh pilot. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. His name's uh, Larry Larry Hankin, and he's still alive. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. He's still kicking. Everyone else is still alive, right? You're not gonna.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you no. There's no. More I I
0: suspect. <laughs> Just get that... them all out now. I suspect that Willie's coworker might be dead, but I can't prove it because i don't know who he is
1: well he's he's in here i can give you his name it's randy simper
0: randy simper mm. are you sure that was the coworker?
1: well if the co is herb it is
0: he wasn't named but like there's not that many other people in the episode
1: yeah and... well it's either the co-worker or the pizza guy and i have a feeling the pizza guy was not called herb
0: yeah yeah no he's uh he's still alive
1: he's alive whoo Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think we're safe I think everyone in this episode who hasn't been already mentioned as being dead is do, alive. You,
0: do you think that yeah, he you're might you're to have to screen each episode for deaths beforehand just right. just so we're, you have a little warning is it possible that he might have like a congenital disease that he doesn't know about yet and he's like well let's just death. find out on IMDB I'm sure they have that information
2: <laughs> on it right
1: the burglar was in Mr. Belvedere
0: whoa So he's, yeah, he's been in a lot career. of stuff. Uh, what's his name again?
1: Uh, Larry Hankin. Hankin.
0: This is good. This is where the, everything devolves into just Googling this
1: and that. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, we could move on. Okay. Like, plot-wise.
0: So I sort of jumped in. The pizza
1: as... is kind of like, I think, the, the climactic event. Right. <laughs> well, well, the pre-climactic event. The climactic event obviously happens towards the end. He, but...
0: This is where he puts the dress on.
1: Yeah, which so, again could be a callback to Psycho, and yet weirdly doesn't seem to be.
0: It's not, and it's really honestly, it's it's. Uh, I think it's actually like pretty transphobic. It's like oh, it
1: it totally is, but it's also just like th- this weird thing to do in the middle of a sort of Psycho thing without right. in any way referencing the fact that there is a crossdresser in Psycho.
0: Yeah, but the but the humor is definitely supposed to lie in the fact that it's a male alien yeah. wearing a, a lady's dress yeah. and looking very very silly
1: which if you think about it i mean falls falls down immediately like who's to say these aliens even have the binary concept of it's, gender in the first place so. it's
0: completely offensive it's completely and, how do we know what alf actually is
1: yeah, yeah we, we don't know what alf identifies as i mean i don't think he ever makes that clear i i actually i don't know i haven't watched the whole series it does have Earth. a
0: masculine name but do they, they never specify do they refer to him as alf always or he yeah, I, I mean I'm the humans sure all all male, and pee. Male pronouns and. Um, but
1: again, like maybe this is one of these things where he thinks it's kind of quaint and cute that you gotta, you know, humans still have pronouns. That's funny. Um, hey,
0: at this point, did Mister Ogmonic already show up and kind yeah. of scan the house? Yeah, that's yeah, he, right. Yeah, he
1: came in to eat the pizza.
0: He came in to pe- eat the pizza, then they did like a search. And, okay, uh, so we haven't Alf got was, to the search yeah. At
1: some, at some point, Alf was like stuck outside when they were searching the be- bedroom. Isn't that right?
2: That's when he that's fell when out he the his, window.
1: Yeah, he's got his hands like stuck, and then like Mr. Almanac shut the window, and that's why he had to come in through the cat door.
0: Okay, yeah, that's right. So when he's going through the house and he he checks out the bathroom, and he's like, "Oh man, they have one of those cushy bathroom <laughs> yeah, seats," yeah, yeah.
1: which just really unhygienic, by the way.
0: Yeah. Okay, those are really disgusting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like that's no, that's so wrong.
0: Yeah, just like everything soaks into that. I hated going never... to other people's houses when they had them. They were so gross. Yeah.
1: My housemate put some on our bathrooms, like on our toilet seat. Unacceptable. And I lived in Germany and I was deeply objected to it.
0: Now, are you guys talking about the, the ones that were like the actual seat part is soft yeah. or the ones with yes, the cover the on actual, top? Yes. Yeah, the actual. Yeah, on the seat. Not the, to, not the top. The top's you, just purely cosmetic. But the Although, top,
1: like, you know, depending how much they're wrapped around, it could probably be construed as unhygienic also. But
0: I think those are un- unhygienic too because they're sort of like carpeting. Yeah. And like, I mean, just like no, I mean, you know, you're not
1: you're not gonna like throw them in the wash as often as you're gonna like white down the seat. Yeah, there's it's
0: a, a constant effluvia of, of yeah. micro- <laughs> microbial activity. All right, so we've established that basically the Tanner
1: yeah. household is like a hotbed of pestilence,
0: and that as Trevor is at every '80s house, yeah, and that Trevor Akmonik covets the pestilence actively.
1: Yeah, but uh, he's clearly portrayed as a slob.
0: Yeah, yeah. says the guy with a, walking around with a giant cigar and wife beater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, Ed, there's a funny line um, when they're looking in the bedroom. Um, if I don't come back, you can start dating. <laughs> <laughs> and another one is, uh, Raquel just keeps saying stuff like, now it's open the door's locked. Now it? and he's like, what are you narrating this? <laughs> that was Which funny. would be
1: funnier. I think if, if the narration bit that Alfred had started had been more consistently kept up with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that was an attempt at that, at making a joke with the, the whole narration. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they had already forgotten about it by that point. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they were already. You can see left. that
1: at, at this stage of the show, they were still occasionally striving to do something vaguely different with various episodes.
0: Yeah. Um, so we're, self-aware writing. So um, we should probably wrap this up. I think we're close to the, the one hour mark here for this. Yeah, we haven't actually gotten
1: to the meat of the episode. I was, mean, you, you're allowed to like meat? cut some of this, surely.
0: No, 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 no. I'm not going to do very much <laughs> cutting at all. This is all really good stuff. Gold, solid gold. All right.
1: Well, we should probably get get right into like the, you know, the actual climax. So
0: the, the actual climax occurs when Willie starts calling. Wait, no, no, no. Sorry. When, this is when the burglar breaks in now did you see this as the climax I saw it as just another event that
1: occurred I, I saw it as the climax because like it, it's poised for like something horrible to happen like is Alf going to get killed is yeah. he going to reveal himself what's the burglar yeah. going to do killed or it's know, the closest he's is, 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 to being is Willie going to kill him when he comes home and like yeah. things are gone there's a lot of things that could have happened
0: yeah so the burglar breaks in it's, it's, the, it's what's Hankin and he starts kind of rifling through the, the things. And, oh, the narration kicks back in here. He's like, and then he came,
1: or something like that. Like, yeah, it, it's this weirdly kind of either spiritual or sensual. Yeah. Uh, and, to, and then, the, like, the burglar of turns off. And you're like, okay, that, that seemed like a weird payoff, but yeah. all
0: right. And the scene doesn't really go anywhere. And it doesn't yeah. really fit in with the rest of the episode. In fact, it didn't need to happen. I think it
1: was a build-up to that final joke about the, the big-nosed person in the blue dress. Like, I think <laughs> it was entirely yeah. structured around having yeah. that as a payoff.
0: Yeah, calling this, uh, this poor woman really yeah. ugly. There. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was very rude. Really cruel. Um, so the guy breaks in, and, and Al starts talking to him, and he thinks it's like a talking doll or something.
1: So he thinks he's hallucinating or something.
0: Yeah, Talking doll or talking dog? Did he say talking dog? I don't know. I'm trying to. It sort of sounded like both. He didn't speak all too clearly. Yeah. So he uh, flees into the night after Alf talks to him. Again, this is like it's not that much payoff in this scene. Um, and apparently he chases down a police car and turns, turns himself in. Um, so I was sort of wondering if. Uh, how you, How you guys felt about sort of the treatment of this uh this criminal the criminal element in the 1980s and in, in reagan's america like <laughs> you feel like he was sort of dehumanized and sort of othered by his sort of criminal like he was like this sort of caricature version of what oh, absolutely what criminals were thought of as these sort of sort of scheming monsters well did you see his maglite that's stereotypical burglar right there yeah
1: no, you, you think it was like I can't remember what's going with this. It's <laughs> is it, it doing a disservice to like the the many varied expressions of burglardom that you could have by like just sort of shoving him with a mag light.
0: Yeah, the black hat and the mag light. Yeah, coming through the window instead of the dog door, which would have been way easier.
1: Also, didn't like the guy lock the window. Like, didn't, like, Mr. What's-His-Face lock the window?
0: Yeah, he did, but... So... Oh. Geez. Right. So is did this they... a continuity error? Or... That's, that's a pothole, I think. Good maybe, uh... catch. Yeah, I never thought look. of that. Yeah, Jesus. really fucked up. You know who wrote this is, um... His name's Boners. <laughs> B O N E R Z. Somebody pulled is a Is that actually his name? Yeah, look it up. That's amazing. All boners? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm She's looking it up right now. I know. am looking it up. I'm confirming. <laughs> i I'm pretty sure it's boners. But anyway, that's good. Yet another boner from
1: boners. It was directed by boners. Okay. It was actually written by an assemblage of four people.
0: Oh, well, that's what what ha- the problem when you write things by committee, right? Everything what you, gets watered down. What do you call down. a group of writers? I don't know this joke. <laughs> It's boners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that actually is directed by Peter Boners. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I thought I thought I actually thought to make a a joke out of, about it in the last uh, podcast, but I
1: forgot. He directed Murphy Brown and your- Police Academy Six, so this clearly marked like the, the low point of his career.
0: Whoa! It's the Kickstarter. Unless Police Academy came before this, then yes. to uh, say no. It Police came after Academy. this. They made those for years.
1: Yeah, but this particular one was made in '89.
0: Okay. So uh, the burglar flees, and, and Willie starts calling, and Alf keeps answering. And, uh, oh, Raquel calls 911 at some point. Um, I think after Willie calls. And yeah, there was some smashing or something that happened yeah. in the back. And I think, so. Willie keeps trying to call Raquel and Alf keeps answering and pretty much confesses to all his crimes against Raquel and humanity. Um, Just to to fuck with him. Yeah. Like he just like doesn't need to say any of this stuff, but he comes right out with it because he just doesn't care that it's going to upset Willie. And um, I guess Willie's, sort of concerned about brian i don't know it doesn't really come up but he actually yeah. there's a funny thing where he's like talking about like should he should have locked him in the garage and like beat beaten up with chains or something <laughs> <laughs> and his coworker thinks he's talking about his son and it's like a funny joke about like kids right huh? that was good it's really edgy stuff yeah and that's, that's gonna go over well with his workplace uh Relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And Willie comes in and he storms in and he and he, he sees Alf wearing the dress. He take the, take off that dress. Yeah. Speaking of the dress, like, how did it fit him so well? Whose dress was that? I think it was I Kate's I assume it dress. was
1: Kate's. Like, you know, he's in their bedroom.
0: Yeah, she's got a a pretty small frame. Yeah, I guess it could be a pretty short dress. Yeah. I think the the answer is that it was probably tailored specifically to Alf's body by the, <laughs> the by the production of the show, and wasn't really way to take worn, the magic out of it. It wasn't ever really worn by the actress. Just um, ripping that curtain open. But I mean, to be also to be fair, I, I, I don't actually remember it fitting that well. I think it was it was pretty pretty drapy. You know. Another what I mean? thing I have in my notes here, Miss Agamemnon, she's like, "I'll be go to the market." Yeah, and then her husband's like, "What the hell does that mean? (laughs) Is that a real thing? I feel like that was one of those like accidentally." misspoken lines and then they thought it was really funny how he made fun of her so they left it in. There was like, a little bit of improv in yeah, there? Yeah, a little, little accidental improv. Which happened to be probably one of the best moments of the episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is, I'm not kidding, there is a discussion on oh, no. an English-speaking, like this, English speaker's English is a second language forum. Asking if this is a phrase or if it's just Raquel's way to express
0: it. Are they it. referring to this episode in that? Yes, they are. Oh, good.
1: I have watched episode two of ALF series and I have two questions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only two.
1: What does special the works to travel? What does the work to travel mean? And then Raquel Ochmonek looks for the missing pizza and says it has disappeared.
0: Are they using well, Alf in like foreign English classes?
1: Apparently. <laughs> is I'll be going to the market a common phrase or just Raquel's way to express astonishment? I do have an anecdote about Alf from my time in Germany, actually. Ah. Um, which is, it's not a very good anecdote, but it's 100% oh. true. Uh, I they, they were throwing like a big. Party on the university campus, and it was '90s themed, Mm -hmm. which which made a sort of sense, I guess, in a retro throwback kind of way. Uh, But the poster that was they were using to advertise it had Alf all over it, right? And so I asked them, "Why the hell is Alf on you know a '90s themed party?" And they told me, "Because Alf is totally '90s, man."
2: (laughs) But he's '80s. Yeah.
1: Well, this is Germany, so they get you know pop culture a couple years late, usually. Okay. Yeah. Sort of like a, so I figured that's what happened, but maybe ALF was actually really big in the 90s and in to, Europe. To be, to be
0: fair, the that final season you. of ALF, I think was on in 1990. I think it was... Cam- I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, but I don't think you could ever classify Alpha as totally 90s.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's sort of like a single female lawyer, you know. The Omicron Persei eight people were getting that, what, like a thousand Hundreds years later. Hundreds of years later. Yeah. yeah, that was the thing with Uh, When I went to Europe, uh, it was like this pop culture time travel, like time capsule. You'd go there and everything that was really popular had already been out for a few years in North America. Like I remember seeing this giant Kung Fu Panda inflatable, several stories high. Yeah. a couple of years after the movie had already been out and like on Blu-ray. Yeah, no,
1: I mean I was I was dead serious about Germany sort of in the nineties being at least ten years behind. So. Wait,
0: was it uh, what used to be East Germany? You no, mean, no, no, was this, was Germany. Germany. Was, no okay. this
1: was West Germany. Okay, there was no excuse, Cold War excuse. Is it possible that you <laughs> had delayed.
0: wandered into East Germany without realizing it?
1: It would have been difficult between the house and the university, but maybe I managed it.
0: How much had you been drinking?
1: Well, I mean, I was living I in know. Germany, so constantly, obviously. just
0: that a giant beer stein? Okay. Apparently, apparently there is a giant curtain.
1: Okay, I've, I've done some more digging. Apparently, there is a phrase that's well. I'll be go to hell. <laughs> so clearly, she was vulgarizing this for television.
0: I see. Do you think it was actually like the censors bleeped it? Kind of like.
1: I can't imagine the censors ever bothered watching this show.
0: This show was huge.
1: This and like amazing.
0: they gave Alf a lot of shit for, for for drinking a lot like that he was supposed to be a drunk really? yeah and like they had to tone it down so it's like the, the the FCC had a hand or at least the like network um standards and practices committee had a hand in shaping the show I'm not saying that's what happened here <laughs> there 's some heavy oversight in uh, in the very sensitive 80s environment of late night TV or evening TV shows the, um, there was like a commercial before Alf came on the air um, where Alf was giving like a press conference and it was like a, it was like a satire of a press conference so people were just shouting shout at random questions and one of the questions was like, ALF, what do you think of pornography?" I remember thinking it was like, I mean, this is, I just watched a few days ago, but it seems like really adult for Alf and also kind of a weird question for a, a press but conference. But I mean, I think this
1: is like part of the problem with Alf is like, he's always portrayed as this adult human sensibilities yeah. in a lot of ways. Like, and it's kind of weird that he's in his position where he mostly gets along with the kids. And right. you know, it's, it's this weird hybrid scenario.
0: Right. Have he, so you what you're saying is, or what you're accusing Alf of, is pedophilia, like straight up.
1: No, okay. no, I don't think I'm doing that at all. I'm saying that it, like, it, he's like an illegal adult as far as right. we can tell who Willie and, to a lesser extent, his wife sort of infantilize right, and treat as a
0: child. Because he's small.
1: Yeah, and kind of force him. Yeah, it, it's pretty condescending at the yeah. very least and possibly abused. Yeah, That's no, probably why he,
0: you know, he acts out, behaves like kind of a dick. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a horrific... Um, m- mind game uh, sort of uh, t- mental torture.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, this well, is, there's a lot of very weird and twisted psychodynamics going on in Elf. Yeah. And It's simply one of the the lesser manifestations. Yeah.
0: So the burglar flees into the night and Willy comes home and, and demands that Elf take off the dress in this very um, sort of like you, you silly homo kind of way like what
1: oh um, yeah that there's clearly what is meant to be the biggest joke of the night and gets the biggest fake laugh yeah like, where he says I hope you realize something like I hope you realize I'm naked under here or something like that
0: yeah
2: <laughs> Which is
0: be I kind of laughed at that because it reminded me of the old like Disney cartoons where Donald Duck like loses his shirt and then covers his crotch even though he's never wearing <laughs> <any> pants <laughs> yeah um I thought I actually recorded uh, something from that, but I guess I didn't. I shouldn't have brought it up. Now, like I'm just kind of leaving you guys wanting here. Here, I'll fill in the silence. I, Rio is commenting on the the baseline from the theme being pretty badass, which I agree with. It's a pretty good baseline, it and is I just good. googled like Alf theme covers on YouTube, and there's a lot. There's a lot of good stuff on here. Mostly bass, baseline. I covers. think I saw that same bass video. It's really badass. Yeah, there's a couple of them so far. I'm gonna, yeah, gonna give these a listen later. Should I play one? Yeah, maybe
1: just curate them next episode. Yeah, next episode I'll,
0: I'll find yeah. the, the you top, can plug top some of these top twenty talents. Um, Alf bass covers and play them in order <laughs> with no edits. We'll, we'll, we'll all submit our favorite. <laughs> Um, so the police come to the door, and with the burglar, and the policeman was played by the late, great actor was Lyle Wilson. We go with Lyle. Who I, if I might remind you both, died of cancer in.
2: Yes, thank you. I'd already uh, forgotten.
0: <laughs> he seemed like he was actually a pretty fun guy too. Like I think his family still really misses him a lot. I would imagine they would, yeah. But I've been touched by tragedy in my life, so I think it's okay to belittle the tragedies of others. (laughs) However you want to justify it. So the police bring this guy, and for some reason the guy turned himself in like he was all turned around because he was like, I guess because he thought he had gone crazy or something. Well, yeah, because he, he used the whole "plead insanity" joke, right? So, but so was that with like, like the this like kind of '80s justice porn, like just like we gotta put the bad guys away, criminals yeah. beware, Ronnie Reagan. You'll the go scene, to jail man. for five years and then be completely, completely good after that, and live a long, successful, healthy life. After I feel after like he was gonna eight? do life in prison, like minimum. Minimum, minimum twenty-five years, twenty-five sentence. to life. For well, this. I mean, you
1: deserve it for that crime.
0: Yeah, because he stole the mild like,
1: rummaging of some jewelry, which he later returned.
0: He stole some yeah. like twenty-dollar cufflinks.
1: <laughs> My cufflinks. <laughs> uh, William very upset shit. about this cufflinks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like he doesn't clearly doesn't wear cufflinks to like work to work. I guess they're probably like oh, well, they're
1: probably his dress cufflinks yeah, like nights to, at the opera.
0: Yeah, it's social. Where all those operas they go to. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, they yeah. seem the kind of kind of people who'd spend a lot of time and money at the opera. So they the, probably have a box.
0: So the policeman asks if there is a big-nosed alien in a blue dress, and Raquel sh- strolls by <laughs> and says, "There goes the insanity plea." Like, <laughs> cue laugh track. I like guess yeah. it's okay for cops to come into a, like a house and just start talking about how ugly everybody is. <laughs> talking shit about their neighbors. Yeah. Man, this is one ugly neighborhood. <laughs> You None know, of you guys like, are getting robbed. Hideous woman. <laughs> um, so, and then Willie says, in a kind of like a weird way where he's like trying to will it to be true, he says, everything's back to normal. As if it like anything. Just anything's... because he says it doesn't make it true, Willie. Yeah. <laughs> and Alf do, yells. Do you think
1: Willie is displaying some awareness in that moment that he's in a sitcom? Maybe. Like it's not so much willing it to be true as, as, as. You know, dreading everything's so sort of back to normal until they vendors next week there's that
0: really... I sort of heard in his voice sort of the 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 subtle dread of somebody whose son was almost raped and murdered by a burglar.
1: Right.
0: Should I cut that part out? Is this too hard? <laughs> <Is> this, no, I <laughs> no,
1: I think that's it's an observation, it's your opinion.
0: Yeah, it is. It is my opinion. Yeah. Maybe I should put a trigger warning at the front of this. Cause it's really gone in very dark directions.
1: I mean, first we had cancer, and now this.
0: Can't but cancer at least is like a benign evil, you
1: know?
2: A, a faceless natural. evil.
0: Yeah.
1: Unless it has cancer in the face. Well, I guess then it's definitely a faceless evil.
0: Do you think uh, Melmacians Mil- get cancer? Or have they cured it? Aliens? Malmachians, specifically. Maybe, maybe the cat eating is the secret to their long, healthy lifestyle. And they're depriving him of that. I like it. By not feeding them lucky. Hmm. So the last line of the episode is, uh, Willie says everything's back to normal, and Alf yells about needing to be unzipped from the dress, because nothing could be more abnormal than a, than a male in a dress. Yeah, but he's got a lot of fur. That, that's, that's a legit... Concern. It'd be pretty. Well, constant. yeah. I mean, you're probably going to get, get your fur caught. Yeah, I'm surprised you got it on without you know getting all caught up. It's like trying to zip. You know, you get sleep. Well, bag probably if, you know like, and you try to yeah. Zip I was going to say you,
1: of... you know how like sometimes you, you you zip up a zip and like some fabric gets caught as you zip up and you don't realize until you go to zip and it's all jammed up. This is probably what happened with this fur.
0: Yeah, and and, and then that, but all of the the fabric is attached to your nerves.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it's it's really horrible. It's like zipping your pubic hair like times a million.
0: <laughs> is it possible that Alf zipped his um his pubic hair up into the dress?
1: See, it's inevitable.
0: Or his is, back is, is his pubic hair on that's his what back. I'm wondering, why like why maybe, would we
1: assume his genitals are anywhere near where human's are?
0: I don't assume that. I've got a lot yeah. of uh drawings <laughs> you that I do. Detailed, notes speculative about. So... anatomical drawings of of Melmachians, um with genitals all over the place.
1: <laughs> I think we're going to have to see them at some point.
0: I haven't really It's just a bunch of arrows and question marks. <laughs> maybe here, elbow. Oh, maybe it's over here. Do you have a Do you have a pin the genitals mm-hmm. on an elf poster Me? for parties? I don't, but I could make one and sell it.
1: <laughs> I, I think we know what you. Someone has to get you for Christmas.
0: Would I be sued one of the for listeners? That, could get yeah. you that? Is it possible that I could get away with selling that as like a? It's mass just marketed... an ALF poster with some truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible? Could I? Could I sell that like? And not get sued maybe somehow like under the radar like on Etsy or something
1: I don't know how, how litigious do you think these very like,
0: very but I think I'm just a, I'm really small times so nobody would notice
1: I think you could you could try it and then just like acquiesce immediately to their cease and desist when it came weren't
0: we talking about how like uh, much of a potential stickler Paul Fusco could be for like elf yeah. fame content and be searching and scouring the internet for it like he might have listened to this already I think he probably has at least one Google. He's alert. like, Oh my god, there's finally a fan alf podcast. He's been waiting years. I think he's got multiple Google like uh news alerts for like <laughs> Alf Mention, Alf Media, News Alf, Alf eighties Alf Alien Life Form Toy, remember nineties, mm-hmm. eighties, nostalgia eBay alerts. eBay alerts. Yeah. for sale. Alf,
1: Alf copyright violation. Is the <laughs> first thing it
0: was. Um, so, no, I mean, I think nothing, there was nothing wrong with uh, Alf trying to take off the dress. It's just, it was just an interesting Yeah, well, it's clearly line. played
1: for laughs that he's even in a dress. Well, it's, well it's, it's
0: specifically like, played against yeah. really I mean, saying it, the word normal. It's
1: yeah, like, as usual, if you turned the, the sound, like the laugh track off with Alf, you wouldn't actually know you were watching a comedy. Right. And I think this could be played perfectly straight as someone who was experimenting with like various dress code, you know, seeing what looked good and now needs help. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't, it's not innately funny. The joke is not really a joke, but the way the audience reacts to it,
0: you know? Yeah. I thought, yeah, the joke is, is really, it's a play on what, 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 how Willie defines normal, what has become normal to this family and how miserable they are in this new sort of liberal new world. You know,
1: that's an interesting take. How far they've <laughs> come from their sort of 1950s. I mean, I, I think one thing that came comes through in in my memory. At least I haven't like watched Alf for a good twenty five years. But my memory of like Alf episodes is is how tense everyone on the show. Was yeah. within the show, you know, not not just the actors, but like it, it seemed like a desperately unhappy household. Mm-hmm.
0: That's very and very accurate observation.
1: This one doesn't really come through so much, probably because the entire family is actually not there for most of the episode. So in in its way, it's it's a fairly lighthearted elf episode.
0: Now, what do you think happened at this bridal shower? Like, why didn't we get to see oh, that? Oh, it was a
1: disaster. Something was clearly set on fire. And...
0: <laughs> Could we ever see that? Could somebody write that? The episode from the you, perspective you want that of Kate fiction? and Lan only. Like, I want to see as soon as they leave the house. I want no Alf in that episode. The Caitlin spin-off series. Yeah, and I want the episode to end as they're heading home. I don't want, I don't want to see Alf at all. They
1: probably had a lot of wacky adventures that we'll never see.
0: I think the implication was that it was like really mundane, but that's how they really kind of want it. You know, that's their
2: normal.
1: Yeah, no, they they like life. mundane. I mean, yeah. they they're always portrayed as being people who deeply fear any new event. Yeah, except- Which makes it interesting that they so eagerly and quickly welcome an alien. To their yeah, house.
0: they they don't seem like the kind of people that open with open arms, harbour an alien. I, I
1: mean, yeah, there's this weird contrast where Willie really is supposed to be really excited by Alfie's existence, and you know, supposed to be this physicist who's reaching out to the stars, but portrays absolutely none of that through the right. entire series. He's a neurotic, desperately inward-looking man who hates the idea of anything novel. Yeah, and it, it's a gross contradiction and very bad writing.
0: And there's, and there's not even the least bad writing up, in my elf show. Yeah. <laughs> I know. yeah no, it's it's not, um, no, it's not great, but, um, but it's, it is worth, uh, recording something like 70 podcasts about. <laughs>
1: yes, that's, that's...
0: <laughs> or was it 120? Sorry. Uh, the number, it goes up. and down. We'll
1: find out as we go. <laughs>
0: uh, it's it's there's a lot of it's verdant soil for discussion and and really you know finding out a lot about ourselves and uh, back to that uh that coleco alf commercial yeah should fans be interested they go for anywhere from a solid 20 to 40 dollars on ebay shit i i wish i which had is a, probably uh, less than they actually cost back in 1989 i don't know man coleco yeah coleco made um like the coleco vision yeah, he uh, talks, he says, such one line, hang on, where's the one-liners, says all the funny iconic phrases, such as, how about a hug for the old alpha, or hey, give me four, let's go check out the frig, I think they meant to type fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm finding that a lot of the, um, the content that's been generated about ALF on the internet is not very well edited or curated. There's a lot of... Pep- was he the minion Irish. of the 1980s that like, people would post pictures on, I don't know, their lamp posts, whatever people posted pictures on in the 80s? Yeah, I think he just was. Just random quotes in ALF? Like Yeah, I think he was the 80s equivalent of the minion. Thankfully, the internet wasn't around to spread him around like wildfire. Maybe uh, we could get like a, an ALF... I would much for, rather for have Alf. a grandma meme <laughs> thing going, like something about like Alf, like having a quote about like, "If you don't want to be arrested, pull up your pants."
1: I've just gone to the Alf TV community fan board to yeah. see like how active it is.
0: How when active? The is post? It. Um, June
1: nineteenth, two thousand fifteen, September twenty fourth, two thousand fifteen. But in the last few months, basically, oh, one of November eighth, under Alf merchandise and collectibles. Wow. So I'd say it's pretty active. It's bumping. There are seven users currently online. The most was 491 about six years ago.
0: Something special must have happened then. Pre- uh, maybe that was when the Alf movie
1: was announced or something. And there's 800 active members.
0: That's, uh, Latest act- member, Alf 224. 700, which are pulled.
1: I like the implication <laughs> that there are 223 other elves registered on this board. They, there is uh, a whole sub forum for elf fanfiction So if anyone like, really oh God. feels Can you please I mean you um, could go there and post your elf fanfiction needs by can, can, um, can you
0: There's a link to the <laughs> You send audience. The
2: yeah,
0: the fanfics. Maybe uh maybe I could just act out these these episodes myself.
1: Just do a one a man radio yeah. stage play.
0: Cuz I can do the like the lady voices too.
1: Yeah, you're very good and at that. It, do, Hello, Alf.
2: I'm Kate. Hey, yeah, Alf. Was, hey,
1: that's Alf. On. That's on See? Ken.
0: Alf, I'm Willie.
1: That's actually Alf. pretty good. Alf. That's actually not bad. I think I feel like you've, you've spent a lot of time studying this. Hi, Alf. I'm Brian. I think I fav- found my favorite Alf fanfiction without actually reading them. Uh, Alf talks about eating Garfield.
2: <laughs> that's good. Okay. I'd like somebody to ship those to.
1: I'll send you a link. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll post the link to that in the um in the notes to All the, right, let, the podcast. let me just give it to you guys. Yeah, this is that's good. <laughs> no,
1: this is just the, the general forum link you Hey, Alf this is you.
0: Trevor Akmonic from Alf.
1: Yeah, that's not bad.
0: Hey. It sounds like you're holding a cigar.
1: Hey, this is, this is Raquel. It sounds a lot like Kate.
0: <laughs> sounds a lot like Brian too. Do you, do you want me to try to do um, Kate's mom? Well, we haven't heard her yet. So. What's her name again? Have we heard her? Vivian. No. Oh no, it's um, shit. Dora. Dorota. No. Anyway, this is I, it.
1: I think I think this is definitely worth spending <laughs> for the next eight minutes.
0: She's played by uh, Ben Stiller's mom. Max Wright, where he is now. Oh God! Don't look. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the first post is just two links. One is the National Enquirer. The other is the Daily Mail. Yeah, so it's, uh... I think we can figure out that that ends. Yeah, this is not a not an uplifting piece. <laughs> I think I talked about that in our first... I think uh, I
1: found my second favorite fanfic, which is Star Trek, The Return to Melmac.
0: Oh, you know, I think Jan, you know, that's is actually, be good. Jan is actually doing some kind of ALF Star Trek edit.
1: Well, I think, you know, this is probably good background reading for him then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, guys, well, I don't want to belabor this. Do you, think we, uh, do you think we've covered this episode of ALF? Do you think there's anything we've
1: missed? I think yeah. that's probably there's like another hour's worth of material. We keep going? No, I don't think we should keep going. I think you know, should. Under- <laughs> I don't think any of us were thinking yes. that.
0: <laughs> keep going for another hour. Okay. What did you guys think I of was
1: the. Saying, like, I think if you really wanted to dig into it, you could probably talk about every alpha episode. What but-
0: do you guys think of Kate's hair? I spent a while on that. It's, it's really horrible. I'm well, Pretty, like you asked. pretty yeah. heinous, isn't it? It's yep. It's
1: just really bad.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> This has been good. This has been fun. Uh, Banana. Mm. Things got a little bit rough. I'm sorry. I thought that wasn't the real word. Francis.
1: I think we changed it to Francis. Yeah, Yeah, it's Francis. So Francis,
0: we're going to Francis out of this thing uh, because things got a little bit too real. Yeah. So I actually um, prepared a a musical send-off for us that we can all enjoy together as we... I'm ready. Hold on, let me just—I—I I had it ready, but I lost it. So now I just need to kind of—I'm not ready anymore. Des- desperately find it. In. Okay, I think it's ready. So, okay, guys, I'm ready again. thanks, thanks for for joining me and everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this wonderful hour and uh, twenty minute. Um, by the way, perfect podcast for jogging too. Yes, because you just get pumped and more and more pumped every minute that goes by. <laughs> And then this is going to be the crescendo here, uh, our send-off. If you, are you ready for this?
1: I'm waiting. Uh, yeah, I
0: think I'm still ready. All right, all right. All right thanks, guys. This is it.
2: Al, what are you doing in my dress?
0: Blame the guy in the dress. <laughs> no, don't make a sound.
2: Stay right here and take off that dress. All right. But I feel it only fair to warn you. I'm not wearing anything
1: underneath. <laughs> well my name is out till I'm stuck on birth. No way. I can't get back to my place of birth. No way. Uh I'm making the best of a bad situation. Uh, 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 think of it as an extended vacation. That is good.
2: That's pretty incredible.